What is up? What is up, y'all? What is up? This is your girl, Trevon T.T. Pitts. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Guess what, y'all? It is past the time that I will normally put on something, but that's all right, because if something hits me, I'm going to do exactly what I'm doing now, all right, because that's what we're wanting to do. You know, I think this is more therapeutic for me than anything else because I have a chance to get out things. You know, this is what they're talking about, you know, when when black people, you know, you're scared to go talk to somebody, you know, go go sit in front of therapists or something, somebody telling us about our shit. It's just basically you getting your shit out. We keep everything bottled in. Because we keep it in, it's eating at us, it's eating at us, and, and, and we're not even doing anything about it. You know what I'm saying? So you stepping out and sharing and pouring out your heart, you know, to someone else is you taking a step and doing something. Okay. Now, if they got good advice, and which I don't even think is always about the advice, you know, I think the the solution to your problems are within you. You just need to shut up. I mean, uh, the, not shut up. <laughs> you need to not shut it up and to talk about it. Let it out. We hide so many things within black cultures. And actually, there's other cultures that do it too. So I think we need to stop giving, taking on that title, you know, that is black cultures. <laughs> because other people do it too. But before we do that, let me introduce myself for those who do know and don't know. All right. My name is Trawan T.T. Pitts. I am the co-founder and the co-CEO of Proverbs 3 Entertainment, okay? Proverbs 3 Entertainment is a entertainment company that caters to entertaining you, bringing positive uh, content that you, your mama, your sisters, your grandmama, your great-great-grandmamas can come listen to and enjoy, all right? Sometimes it's things are for just an adult. Sometimes it's meant for your kids. Sometimes it's meant for you and your kids. All right. <laughs> For new generations, old generations, and in between. Okay. Right now, for the past uh, six months, we have been uh, working on music uh, and music videos. Uh, we're starting to venture into doing short films and web series, uh, as well as we have an event coming up. Uh, in September. It's a back-in-school event. Uh, it's a dance battle. We want to be able to allow the kids to have fun, especially with us in this dog on COVID and we're not able to, you know, come together and step out and, and enjoy each other, okay? So, this is something that's coming up, all right? But, anyway, let's move along, okay? So, I'm, here, I'm sitting here and I'm doing my tour. Okay, my tour, I work security, I'm my sister supervisor uh, for a data center, and uh, we have to walk around and, and and view things and see what's out of place, what's in place, you know, what what malfunctioned, you know, <laughs> the light out, the door not working, or if it's not secured, or smells, you know, things of that sort, you know, report them. All the security I'm supposed to do is observe and report. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> that's what I'm doing. So this is when I be I'm able to do a lot of my own thinking. Okay. So <sighs> lately, 
uh, these past few days. Actually, it's been weeks, okay? Uh, I've been feeling this sense of, of heaviness, you know, going on. And I feel like the enemy is just wearing me out. You know what I'm saying? With different thoughts, different opinions, different, you know, you ain't this and you'll never be that. And this, why this? And why this keep coming on? Or why people lying? Why is there so many people around me lying? Why, you know, that, I'm wondering what's going on with my life. You know, why is my eyes being opened up to things and I'm seeing these things? I'm seeing them happen. I address them, I talk about them, or try to talk about them. People say, oh, that's a lie. That's not what you saw. That's not what it is. You know, this man. So I have all this shit going on around me. And I'm like, okay, God, <laughs> I'm no longer wanting to cover my eyes anymore. This is what I did before. You know, I just looked the other way. When evil was present in front of me, I just looked the other way. <laughs> now, <sighs> I can't find myself to turn the other way. One, because it's taking away what... I believe I am or what I believe that God has created me to be, you know, it's taken away from me. If I turn my head the other way, you know, I see the truth. I know the truth. <laughs> the truth will set you free. <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out, okay, why is it it set me free? And why does it seem like it's wearing me down? But as I'm sitting here and I'm walking and I'm talking and I'm pondering, and I'm looking for answers. Now, when I'm looking for answers, it's, it's, I'm not necessarily trying to force an answer. I'm just searching. So in my eyesight, I have, one, the Bible. Like I said, I haven't read the whole, whole thing, but I read a good portion of it, okay? I don't know. It's some kind of gift or something. I don't know. You know, you read me a scripture, I can tell if it's Old Testament or New Testament. It's just the way it sounds. I don't know. I, I, I just... I can pick, up, pick it up by then, you know, by, by whatever it is. Now, it's not always accurate, but the ma majority it is, okay? So, in my spirit, in my heart, I'm, I'm searching the scriptures. Where is this? Where is this? Where is this? You know, if I'm dealing with something, where is this? Where is this? Where is this? Where does back this up? Or where is this still confirm this? Or where does talk about this? Or, you know, where is this? Where is this? Where is this? I'm trying to avoid and going in one of these rooms, but I have to go in this room because it's along my way. For me to go around it and to come back is unnecessary for me. <laughs> so it might get just a little bit loud, <laughs> at least for five minutes. Okay. So I try not to talk about nothing important. Matter of fact, let me do this. So I searched the scriptures and... I think about my life experiences, the things that I've been through, you know, I look for anything, not anything, but I look for something to come up that relate to what I'm going through. Even I found myself, uh, this happened yesterday, uh, <laughs> I was dealing with how to, you know, in a group setting, you know, especially in my business, you know, how to, how not to allow my mm -hmm inner emotions to get in the way and so out of the blue you know so now this is just a thing i prayed to myself you know how to how can i do this 
you know, out of the blue, one of my uh, engineers at my job, he comes up talking about a book. Now, he gave me the book prior to, but I, when I read it, I was like, okay, I don't know if this is the same understanding that I need, you know, because of how the guy was talking. Well, he came up and brought the book up, brought uh, up the book again. Hey, T, have you been reading the book? You know, then I said, well, you know, to be honest with you, uh, I read the first chapter, first, I think the first few pages of it, you know, I haven't anymore. I didn't think that the guy was, you know, I don't think our understanding was on the same page. Well, he took me to, I think it was chapter 11 or something in the book. And he was talking about, uh, uh, I think the book is called Just Listen. Yeah, Just Listen. And he came, he showed me a scenario in the book, I think it was chapter 11. And he was like, you know, this minute. So when I, I, I listened to it, I said, ah, I said, this is something that can help me, you know, <laughs> with my group. You know, this, is, this can help me with my company. I, this can help me with my life. You know what I'm saying? Not, not taking things, you know, as, as personal or as uh, uh, indirect towards me. Listen, you know. So I was like, okay, I'll give it another try. You know, leave the book here with me. I'll give it another try. And so it was just crazy how it just came out the blue. So I know that God hears. I know that he listens. I know that he, he sent me things. And there's so many different things out here that he uses to guide me. Okay. So as today, you know, dealing with the things I'm dealing with today. One, this is what I understand about myself. I'm an emotional creature. I don't think it's just the fact that I'm a woman. You know, I think it's the fact that it's 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 me. I'm emotional. You know, the, the things around me, I feel it. I feel energies. I feel presence. I feel, you know, bad spirits. I feel good spirits. I feel, you know, somebody hating. I, I, somebody that's, that looks up to me. Those things I fear, I, uh, not fear, I sense and I feel, you know. So... That's something that I know that I have, but it must be under control in a sense, you know, at least in a way to where it can be directed and guided, not that it's controlling me. Okay, so I got to thinking, I said, wait, and I start thinking about the people in the Bible. Now, King David, Old Testament, King David, before he was anointed, I mean, uh, before he was throned, you know, as crowned as the uh, as sitting actually on the throne. This is what I'm talking about. Actually sitting on the throne. He was anointed. The prophet Samuel came to his house. You know, nobody suggested him being, you know, the prophet asked for all the kids, you know, uh, 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 I forgot the man's name, but his, uh, uh, David's uh, father, you know, all the kids to come. Nobody, now when the parents all the kids was like, you know, David out there, nobody, you know, but King Samuel, I mean, uh, Samuel was like, no, y'all got another child. Where is he at? <laughs> it's like, oh, David, David out there, you know, why you want, what you want with him? You don't look good. You know, he, he probably out there talking to himself or to the sheep, you know, he, he ain't nobody. <laughs> but Samuel was like, no, uh, bring me to him or take me to him. So take him to, to take Samuel to David. God lets him know, the Holy Spirit lets him know that, hey, this is the one that's going to be anointed. 
not the one that everybody was pleased with, not the one that everybody counted on. You know, it was the one that was that was outcast, that was out <laughs> talking to the sheep, you know, and people were talking about him and he was scrubbing a little thing, you know, all that. He was out there with the sheep. That was the one that was anointed, you know. Now, David went through a series of events before he got on the throne. Okay. One, he was working upon a king that was coming out. You know, he, he was, he was all, God already spoke to this man, ain't going to be there. You know, he already anointed David. You know, <laughs> uh, Sal, which was the king, you know, was sensing that, okay, this, something about this baby, you know, and all that other stuff. Everybody loved him. Everybody praising him. You know, everybody forgetting about Saul. You know, so Saul trying to kill his ass. <laughs> So I was trying to kill his ass. Uh-uh. You know, that jealousy. That jealous spirit. You know. Oh, you're not going to be better than me. You know. <laughs> he was trying to kill himself. Kill his ass. But David. <coughs> excuse me, y'all. David, knowing that God. You know, this is this is the test. Look at this. David, knowing that God had anointed Saul. He's not trying to, you know, he ain't trying to come up like that. You know, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. You know, if I need to be up under this man for however long I need to be up on this man, let me do everything in my power to do what I know to do. You know what I'm saying? So uh, God will do what handle the rest. You know, this is his thinking, David's thinking. So David ain't tripping. You know, he, he watching, he observing, you know. So he goes and he plays the harp because David know how to play the instrument and stuff. So he plays the harp for Saul and, you know, Saul calm his nerves down. He's now frustrated, you know, and, and, and tripping within himself, you know. He chill. But then spirit come back and David, I mean, uh, Saul trying to kill David again. So David had to go through that. So then when they realize, okay, you need to stay away from him. <laughs> Saul trying to kill your ass. Stay away from him. You know. So then David befriended Saul's son. So they become like two peas in pot. You know, his son, uh, Saul's son loved David and David loved him. You know, not in that, you know, that kind of way. But they were like homeboys. That was my nigga. You know, that's basically what he's saying is in ghetto talk form. That was my nigga. You know, Saul was, uh, I mean, I saw David. And I forgot the son's name, but Saul's son, you know, was David's best friend. Okay. So David went through that and, and Saul trying to kill him, you know, and all that. So get his son to kill him, you know. Then he went through a whole army of people because Saul, you know, chasing after him. So he goes, and I don't remember if it was the wilderness, wherever he went, he went somewhere for a very long time. And these people trying to kill him. So this is where the Psalms come into play. This is where the Proverbs come into play. And uh, I think Solomon, that was his son. Okay, so David went through all this. Old two books came out of it. You know. And this was the time where David had to, he had to forgive. He had to even humble himself. He realized some things about God. He magnified God. He uplifted his name. He praised him. He praised him. He praised him. So Psalms praising God all the way through. You know. And so it let me know that 
every great leader has to go through these places. Now, these places are not meant to, to, to discourage you. It's building, it's teaching, it's growth, it's, it's, it's learning responsibility, it's learning, you know, God and his, his ways, and who he is, you know, relying on him. David had to rely on God like all the way through, you know. So the things that I'm going through, the thing that I'm lacking is, you know, I'm not saying I don't pray every day, but it's, it's, it's leaning all the way on him. You know, not trying to handle things like I, I fleshly would do. Not getting within myself and withdrawing myself and turning a blind eye like I told you I do. It's not saying, oh, woe is me. Oh, nobody hears or sees or knows me. It's, 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 it's not, all oh, they all out to get me, you know. It's God, even though I trust you. And this is something that I got to get in my spirit, y'all, because like I said, I, I've been, <laughs> y'all, I've been, yeah, and it's been stressful. But forgetting the weapons of our warfare are not cardinal, you know, that I have to get in this place where I have to trust we have to get into a place where we have to trust and we have to lean. Yeah, I know sometimes we want that instant gratification. I get you on that. I do. I get, I do, I do, I do. 41 years old and I'm like, man, Lord, come on now. All my life I've been different. I mean, come on. <laughs> or damn. You know? But understanding that there's a greater plan going on than woe is me. That's something much more brilliant at work here than woe is me. Then everybody out to get me, you know. Oh, they just hate, you know. It's more going on than that. This is something that I got to realize for myself here. This is what I'm saying. That's why I want to share it because I'm struggling with that. So if I'm struggling with, I'm pretty sure about four, five, seventeen hundred thousand of you, you know, going through the same thing. But yet, you know, like myself, I'm like, okay, what? What am I doing? Whatever that, what I need to do, you know, that is that. It's praise. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. It's knowing that 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 God has a great, He has a will in the middle of a will. A will in the middle of a will. I had to sit and think about that one day. A will in the middle of a will. You know. That's a will that you have. That you think that you have. It's a will that the enemy has set for you. And that's a will that God is working. <laughs> despite of you. A will in the middle of a will. And it's so magnificent because God's brain goes like that. God's infiniteness, understanding goes deeper than that. You know, some of us can, like, there are some good chess players out there. I mean, real strategic, can see it before it happens, you know, know how to line it up to get it to go here. You know, there are people with some deep thinking. But God's deep thinking is even more than that deep thinking. The enemy, he got some deep thinking too. He's patient in a sense. Right now, he, he, you know, he trying to get some shit done because he ain't got that much time. But he'll sow a seed in you that will transpire in your child. 
you know, in your seed and will get the, the, the production of it in their old age, or a young, a older age, yeah, older age. You know what I'm saying? This is how deep, when some of us can only think so far as next year, <laughs> so far as 10 years, you know, this man has thought a decade plus a decade and then another decade. God can think your whole life from the beginning of you even being thought of to the ending of you when you leave this earth. The deepness of them. So all my people that's going through struggling and feeling the weight, you know, I'm walking through this thing. This is something that we don't get a lot of. A lot of people tell us before and they tell us after, but we rarely get enough people to tell us during. You know, this is one of the things that I saw when I looked at, you know, I'm trying to gravitate. You know, there's not too many people that gives us things while they on the steps, while they going through, while you're not quite there, when you, you haven't obtained it. You know what I'm saying? Going through it. We like to tell what happened afterwards, that we didn't got the car, we didn't got the house, we we didn't got the, the purpose, we didn't got the business. We we tell all of that, you know, oh, where I used to be, you know, I used to be a, a, a prostitute, I used to be a drug head, I used to be this, but yet we rarely tell going through the steps. Because that shit is real. Life is some hard ass shit. I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to say it, and you know what? Everybody got their points and views. I'm going to tell you on mine. Life is hard. Boy. I remember a time when it wasn't so hard. I remember a time when it was easy. Sometimes I have easy days. Sometimes I have hard days. Sometimes I feel like I'm a million bucks. Sometimes I feel like I'm at two pennies. Sometimes I feel like the world is coming down on me. Sometimes I feel like I'm on top of the world. <laughs> but the steps and the consistency and the keep going, sometimes the consistency has nothing to do with you. God carried you today. God got you through this one today because you you felt like shit. You felt like you weren't even going to be able to do it. <laughs> Matter of fact, you gave up in your head. <laughs> you gave up, but yet, Next day coming here, nah, I'm going to get back on this horse. I'm going to get back on this saddle, and I'm going to keep going. You know, some days it's, it's carried on to a week, you're sitting on your ass. A month, you're sitting on your ass. You know? It's not giving up. If you continue in my word, then you are my disciples. It's not giving up. It's still going still realizing, still confessing, still praising, still knowing that all things work together for good according to it's important to encourage each other this whole thing they're saying you know, being amongst other people that are believing you know, because what they're going through lets you know that okay, I'm not the only one going through this thing and then there are others that have, have been through what you're going through. And so it encourages you, strengthens you. you. It lets you know that, hey, I keep going. I, I can get there. I'm going to get there. But it's not just there. It's not just this ending spot. It's the point of keep trying and not giving up. Sometimes you will want to give up. Sometimes you will give up. <laughs> but don't stay there. 
this is something short I just wanted to share with y'all and give to y'all because I, I, I'm finding it that we have to talk about things. I Like I said, I will, I'm wanting to create a space where you can be authentic and self. What's up? And let me be. You can be self. And be in an environment where you're not being judged because you do this or you think this way, you feel this way. That somebody can actually, like, just talk back and forth. You know, you're entitled to your thoughts. You're entitled to your feelings. You're entitled. Because nobody experienced what you experienced. But with you giving the opinion, also listening, give and take, back and forth. I can listen to an atheist. I can listen to somebody hate crime, you know. But are you willing to listen as well? Are we able to sit in an environment where we can discuss and talk? Because your experience is your experience. My experience is my experience. I keep being in these dialect uh, uh, with people that, that only want to say, you know, this is what, this is what, this is what. But I hardly want to listen. This is what, this is what, this is what. But hardly want to hear. I'm tired of those things. <laughs> you want to talk? Let's talk. You want to yell and shout and all of that? You know, even that, because sometimes I remember when God, way back when I was in New Bethlehem, that's my, the church that my family grew up in, and I, I got baptized, and that was a magical moment. And there was one time we was in the choir, and we was rehearsing and everything, and something hit my spirit. And y'all, I throw up. <laughs> I don't know if people remember that or not. I throw up that dog uh, stage, that, that, that choir stage, y'all. I did. I had a chair knocking shit over, but it was something in me that needed to come out. It was laid dormant too long and it needed to come out. And it wasn't that I was trying to hurt people. You know, it was that that I needed to scream. I needed to yell. I needed to get it out because it's been in for so long. My question to God is what I ask all the time is where did it go in my life where I felt like my voice was not valued? Well, I felt like I couldn't express myself. Well, I felt like that that my opinion doesn't count. Where in my life did I believe that? And and how can we mend that? Because it's not helping me or benefiting me in this part and season of my life. It's not helping me. Matter of fact, it's making me feel as if I don't. It's making me feel like, oh, the world is against me. Like, here we go again, the world against me. Everybody's against me. <laughs> But that's what the enemy wants me to believe. That's the lie he's been telling me all my life. I don't want to believe that no more. I don't want to turn my eye to a, to, to a blind. I don't want to turn it. I want to see it. I want to face it. And I want to go through it. And I want to be overcome it. I want to be better than I have been. Better than I was. I have to go through the fire to come out clean. <sighs> All right, I hope that something was said that helped somebody, encouraged somebody, at least start to dilate the dialogue, in, in, you know, within yourself, you know, or with someone else, you know. Get around somebody that, that allows you to freely be you and express you, you know. Get around people that listen, not just talk, but listen as well. Get around people that experience things, that came through things, you know, or even going through, you know what I'm saying? 
people on the steps that's, that's still going, that's still not giving up. Those things are encouragement for you. They help you. Get you around a group of friends, you know, that actually care about you. Not wanting you to be whatever they need to be so that they never have to change. But that's, that's usually what friends are these days. These the people that don't want to change and they're with you because they see your flaws and and your flaws, you know, encourages their their insecurities. And so they stick with you because you make them feel better. But if you change, then they don't want to be around you because they're not ready to change. They're not ready to be different. They want to stay where they are. Get around people that want to change, that want to be better, that want to do better. Get around people that tell the truth. It is hard to find people to tell the damn truth. And these people lying in your face <laughs> and thinking that you don't see it. Me and my mom talk about this all the time, how people, you know, they say these things and do these things. They think they think just because we don't say something back, you know, because we ain't them people that are like, oh, man, fuck you. And this, you know what I'm saying? Because we're not them people that, oh, they can say anything they want to say, hurt our feelings, make us feel any kind of way. And we're going to be fine with it. And we're tired of that. Especially we observing this shit. So many people lying and hiding. And then wanting us to believe they lies. <laughs> After a while, anybody don't want to really, Not no fake people don't want to be around us. Because <laughs> it's getting to the point where, no, that's a lie. That's not the truth. That's not what it is. <laughs> That's not how that goes. <laughs> they ain't going to be around us. They're going to talk about us, try to make us feel like we do with crazy ones. They do it right now. There's so many people around me and my mom that try to make us feel crazy because we see what the fuck it is. But yet, because we are not these people that, that, that call you out and make you feel shitty because we know how it feels to feel shitty. You know, they thinking they can get over us. But yet, the people that lie to them, they believe it's the lie. Because it's lining up with them and their character and who they are. I was like, God, it, you know, I remember one time, a long time ago, uh, deep in it, you know, and I said, God, I just want to love you. I, I I can't love your people. These people praise. I can't love these people. Just let me love you. And he's like, ah, oh, uh, uh, I put you here for people. I'm like, Lord, I don't, these people don't love right. These people don't, <laughs> these people ain't right. I don't want to be around these people. You know, uh-uh, I'll put you here for people. You're going to overcome it. And it's going to make you better at the end. When it's all said and done, you're going to be better. And sometimes you just got to leave people where they at. I'm a person that kind of sometimes overthink. I think deeper than what it probably is, you know, because I'm trying to find a meaning because in my head, everything has a meaning. You know, things do have a meaning, but sometimes it's just what it is. And leave it there. Don't don't go no deeper. Leave it right where it is. <laughs> it is what it is. As my best friend always say, it is what it is. <laughs> just leave it there. That ain't for you to figure out. It ain't for you to fix. It ain't for you to do something with. Give that to God. Let him do what he do. 
He opened your eyes so that you can pray about it and give it to him. That's fact. What's what he telling me right now? You seeing all of this here stuff, you need to pray about it. Give it to me and get your hands off of it. Stop trying to figure it out. <laughs> Stop trying to do, do what you do in the flesh. Give it to me. I made you a prayer war. You pray about it. And give it to me. It's something at work that 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 your physical hands can't fix. What meant to fix? So I'm gonna leave it there and get off of here because I am at work. Bitch gotta work. <laughs> I hope that y'all enjoy yourselves. I hope that you have a wonderful day. It looks like it's gonna rain. You know, we've been getting a lot of rain lately, you know. So enjoy despite of, you know, it's not always what it looks like. Looks can be deceiving. And as the web series goes, uh, deceiving looks, okay? There's something deeper at work here than what your eye can see. All right? This is your girl, Chawanti T. Pitts. I am the co-founder and co-CEO of Proverbs Brand Entertainment. I'm also the visionary uh, for the many different things that we do. And I thank God for it. I thank God that I'm in a place, or even in my own business, where I can use the things that God has given me to step forward and to move forward in the purpose that was given to me. So as I pray for y'all, pray for me. Be encouraged on the steps. Some of you get to the steps. Start making those steps. And remember some things you cannot control. It belongs to God. If your eyes are open up to it, your spiritual understanding is aware of it, pray about it. Sometimes it's not for you to fix it. There's things that are reserved for God. It's his. It's belonged to him. And just leave it at that. All right. Don't forget, you can hit us up on social media sites, Facebook, P3E Faith, uh, Instagram, P3E underscore Faith. You can hit us on our email, Proverbs, spell the word all the way out. You all know it. It's in the Bible. Proverbs. Number three. Entertainment. Everybody know how to spell entertainment. If you don't, Google it. <laughs> 1980 at gmail.com. Proverbs 3 Entertainment 1980 at gmail.com is our email. All right. We thank you. Have a blessed day. This is TT Deuces. <laughs>